no matter what, we're all going to hit objections. But there are ways to handle objections where you're coaching them into taking action, not backing them into a corner. Welcome to Gym Owner Freedom. I am Scott Carpenter, and I am a former broke, struggling, frustrated, and overworked gym owner that felt stuck no matter what I did to try and improve the business. Once I realized that the answer wasn't what I thought it was, just getting more clients, and after really doing the math on acquisition and churn rates, I realized I wasn't even playing a winnable game to begin with. With my current price structure, mathematically, there was no way I could afford to pay my staff so I could scale up and out of the business that I could have the time, the money, the impact, and the freedom that I always knew I was capable of. Once I learned how to add value by selling transformational programs to people who needed more than just workouts, everything changed in my life. Today, I own six gyms that all run without me, and I am free to pursue my passion projects and work just because I love to, not because I have to. And if that's a goal that we mutually share together, then this is the show for you. I'm going to teach you the framework to make way more money with less clients and open up a world of possibilities to you. Subscribe, leave a review, and tune in every week. It'll change your life. I promise you that. Welcome, everybody. We've got a a quick training for you today that is going to be extremely, extremely relevant uh, for everyone, whether you suck at sales or you are really good at sales. Um, and no matter what, we're all going to hit objections. What 99% of us do is we accept them. If they need to think about it, they need to talk to their spouse. We kind of freeze. We don't know what to do. We say, okay, yeah, no, that sounds like a great idea. I want to make sure they're on board and we send them out the door. Now you can't always close everything. And I know what you don't want to do because I am this way. I am not a hard closer. Yeah. It's not my style. Um, I really, really, really dislike it and backing them into the corner or using something sleazy, right? And so 99% of you probably share my belief in that. Um, Maybe 1% of you don't. You're like, whatever gets them across the board, baby. Uh, So, but there are ways, like we can't just fold like a lawn chair either. So there are really awesome ways to handle objections where you're coaching them into taking action, not backing them into a corner right? Which I, I just refuse, flat out refuse to do. Um, so so that's such a big component. And really, we're, we're going to get into that. Dave is the pro at that. He is the Kool-Aid man. He is the greatest sales trainer in the world. I don't know if he'll accept that title, but it's freaking yeah. true. Um, and I wanted to share a couple of wins before we get into exactly how to tackle those objections and how to approach it. Uh, because giving example of somebody who's admittedly not great at sales, Big shout out to, to Joey Scafidi. Joey. Um, cool. It's like awesome because he keeps posting in our internal group about how we battled this objection and closed it and closed it. And he's somebody who I first talked to. He's like, yeah, sales is not my strong point. And to see his growth over just a couple months, like two, three months has been insane. Yeah. So you can't see it. He just messaged me like 12.05. So an hour ago, he messaged me this. So he just graduated. He was the first, he went through the first cohort. So he's a cohort number one graduate. Yeah. Just graduated. So they he transitioned to our mastermind. Uh, check out these stats. Okay. Love and mentorships and the Tom Brady, 
14,335. So he signed up 15 clients total. Okay. Four of them was his regular group, 15,000. And I believe his old rate was something like 110 a month. Let's just round up. I'm not, let's just say 150. Yeah, so he's got a CrossFit gym and he's in, so he's not, is it, that's, he's in, not the Czech, thanks Czech Republic. He's Czech Republic. Yes. I can't, I keep getting him and Chris confused with Czech Republic and Croatia, but he's an American in the Czech Republic. Which is really cool to see him do this. And he's got a CrossFit gym, used to just selling CrossFit memberships. Now he's selling transformational programs in addition to that for people who need more than workouts. Much higher price, catapults your business into entirely new levels. I don't care if you're PT or if you're CrossFit or your boot camp, you can do this. You You can build in transformational programs and learn how to sell these and just skyrocket your business with a fraction of the clients you would otherwise need. And Joey had no experience with this stuff. Admittedly, sales aren't a strong point and holy shit, those are amazing numbers. The, the number, the crazy number is at his, and I'm rounding up here because I don't have the numbers in front, but let's just round up and say it's 150 bucks was his, his group rate, like prior to having transformation offers. Mm-hmm. That's the equivalent in the last two months to selling 100 of them. That's so just that's- wow. that. Keep in mind, it was only, I think you only had two of our high ticket offers. Like the rest of them was like more of the mid ticket to where he's building an ability. So it just goes to show you, like he didn't sell a ton of the high ticket, but just having just his three offers on his menu, what is possible when you dedicate yourself to the process, when we'll talk about it today, show up to our sales calls and get in live reps because he was awful. If Joey's watching this thing right now, he was, it was not pretty when he first started. And he, you could ask him, how good is he right now? He's probably only operating at 50 to 60% of his potential. So like he's a prime story of like putting in the work, showing up how his business drastically changed in a matter of two months. Yeah. And, and so some of you out there, well, that's not me. I'm awesome at sales. I just need more people in front of me. I close everybody. We have that too. Years ago, I would have put myself in that bucket too. Um, it's a different story when you're selling something much more expensive too. It's harder, but here's the thing. The cool thing is, is some people might be like, Oh, I'm already good at sales. I don't even need this. You can get so much better. So this just came in yesterday, Jared, shout out to Jared. So Jared is a sales fucking stud. Mm -hmm. He is. And his first month coming into our program, I think he sold about 50 grand in new business. Was it? Yeah. 40 to 50 and 40 to 50, somewhere around there. And these are all short-term programs, guys. These are all like nine-week programs. So it's not like a six or 12-month paid in full, okay? So that can give you some indication of how high ticket it is. I think it's like around three, four grand for most of theirs. They have another one too. But so he's selling these like hotcakes to the point where him and Jake said, hey, I need to hop on with you and switch to overlapping PT and and makes because we're having too many people. But so he is good. He got this stuff right away. But what he sent yesterday, this just came in uh, in our internal Facebook group, put in a 4K VIP package today, overcoming the I have to think about it objection was easy peasy after today's live reps in our mastermind calls. There's a difference between knowing how to handle an objection and then it happened and you just boom, oh, this is a piece of cake. Mm -hmm. That's, that's That's the importance of the reps, right? And so even somebody who's just awesome at sales, there's a good chance he would not have hit that 4K today, yesterday, excuse me, if it weren't for that. 
and and I need to sharpen up my skills and get in there with everybody. your call, Dave. I mean, everybody does. Um, but anyways, that's enough talking about why it's important. Dave, let's get to the meat and potatoes of it. Like, what are the basics of of what you do, how you react when you get yeah. that objection? Because I need a brushing up on this too. Let's go. So I went through, uh, shout out to Joe Marcu. I went through his sales objection mastermind for like a year and a half. Yeah. Like PT legend, we're, we're probably not here without what that was one of, I would say one of our top two or three investments that we've ever made. Mm-hmm. Uh, I originally reached out to Joe and many of you out here are probably like, what should I say when I get this objection? That's what I did. I'm like, I just want this playbook. And oh, and by the way, if you guys want the official PT Legends Objection Handling Playbook, just comment playbook. Okay. We'll give you the playbook. That's we'll send it to you free. We'll send it to you free. So just throw that comment, comment playbook, and we'll send it over to you. So you basically have the agenda. Like, here's here's the playbook. I get this objection. Here's where I go with it. Boom, 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 boom for the main objections that you're going to get. That's it. And that's a great starting point. Like I started with Joe just because I wanted to know exactly what to say to this objection. And I can remember this was, I guess it was during the time of the pandemic. Uh, It was when Carrie and I, we used to take midday walks and my palms, like just going into that life setting and going through the life reps, like I would almost have a panic attack. Like uh, it, it is stressful. That's where the growth comes from. But I remember going on these, these daily walks with Carrie and I would, she would be like, I can't afford the program. Okay. And then I had it all memorized. So it's, you know, two-step process, acknowledge, ask a question. For a half year, even with Joe, I thought that's what handling objections was about. Like I thought it was about, it was like, okay, you get this objection. What objection handling is, is you acknowledge it, you ask a question. You acknowledge it, you ask a question. Now that's the structure of it and knowing what to say when you get X, Y, Z objection. Like it's good to have that skeleton structure, but that's not what objection handling is about. My light bulb moment when I looked at objection handling completely different, I looked at it as it's almost like a tryout for them being a coaching client. I get to try out, they're trying out my coaching skills And the second that I had that mindset shift of it's less about what to say when you get this objection, and it's more of just about being engaged with that person and then just coaching them to take a step. This is one of my signature sayings, like the point of objection handling isn't to get them to purchase your highest highest ticket program all the time. If you look at it that like that way, you're going to sign up a lot of people because you can use these skills. You could use these skills to sell more high ticket people, but you're going to sign up the wrong type of person, a person that's not committed. The, the importance of coaching through the objections is to coach them into taking a step. And sometimes like you'll find the perfect person on the perfect day that's a perfect fit for one of your higher ticket programs. But for whatever reason, the stars didn't align. And Scott, we were guilty of this because we did not have a mid-ticket offer, right? Yeah. It was all or nothing. It was all or nothing. And that's where, and, it, and like I said, guys, it took me a year. Like as long as we're getting them to coach them into taking a step, then we're winning. Then they're in our garden, right? So Joey, perfect example. He signed a lot of, I think 11 out of his, his 15 clients were the Tom Brady. So they're not the high ticket mentoring clients. And a couple of them are probably good fits, but we taught him to handle the objections of, hey, it's fine. The stars aren't aligned for you to start this program. Let's get you going here. So most mm-hmm. of objection handling, you have to go into it like it's a coaching session. That's by far, I would say my biggest takeaway from doing this for two and a half to three years. It's not about what you say. 
It's about the body language and the tone and just the energy that you go into having these objection handling conversations with. But it all starts even before that. You have to believe in your gut that you have the solution. That's where it all starts because you could have the perfect objection handling guide. If you don't believe in your product or your program or your service, doesn't matter. So that's where it starts. Uh, mm-hmm. Cool. If I uh, share my screen, Scott, I'm going to show you guys. Yeah, my, go for it. I designed a sexy Canva presentation today. Whoa. Look at those tech skills, look baby. At, look at the light bulb. Like We have a puzzle going down below. This is the key though. It all starts, forgot who said it, but 90% of sales comes from conviction. 10% of it is the persuasion, persuasion and the way that you handle objections. Like 90% of it is, do I have the conviction that I have the solution to change your life? That's where it all starts with. If you don't believe in your gut, in your soul, that you have the solution, the way that I'm going to teach you to handle objections, it doesn't matter. Even looking back, Scott, did we have true conviction in 2017 and 2018 selling an $840 12-pack of PT sessions? Absolutely not. I couldn't, I didn't handle objections. Looking back at it, I'm like, yeah, it's a pretty cool service, but is it that different from what everybody's doing down the road? No, well, we, knew, really. we knew, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, as we were just selling workouts at that point, we knew there, there's a low percentage chance that somebody's even going to get the goals that they're coming in here for with what we had. With the system that we had, we didn't have an amazing transformational program. Nope. Right. With nutrition and accountability. And, and we had a little bit, but it was half-assed and a mentorship thing. We didn't, we didn't, no, we didn't have the conviction that we could change somebody's life. We have confidence. And that's why we did very sure. well for five years. Right. Like, but there's a huge difference between confidence and conviction and yeah. to become an objection handling expert. Like you have to get into that territory of conviction, but in order to have conviction, what do you have to have? You have to have a solution on the menu. I like to say it like that you would die for I know that's extreme, but that's the belief that I have in the 63-day transformation that we're teaching to gym owners across the Mm -hmm. world. Like, I believe that this program, it has the potential. It sounds crazy. This is where my conviction comes from. It has the potential to save the world. Just knowing that I believe in it that much, it comes into the way that I handle objections. Yeah, it, it, It starts there, guys. So if you have a product on your menu right now that you believe in, this presentation is 100% for you. If you don't have a product or a service that you 100% believe in, reach out to us. Like that's what we do because that's where it all starts. Mm-hmm. You have anything else to add, Scott, before we- It's, it's about that passion, guys. You know this. Like when you know this is the best thing since sliced bread, you can, it's the whole thing, not just the objections, the whole thing. You're speaking passionately about it. Like you people, it's contagious. When, when I get on with gym owners- Right. And they explain kind of where they're at. And I explain here's the like for you, this, 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 that'll completely change your business. I am fucking excited because we've been through hell with it. We've been to the other side. I know exactly. And so I don't even mean to come across like high energy or enthusiastic or passionate. Like I just am. And so that's what Dave is talking about. Like there's a big difference of selling something. Yes. And selling something that you fucking believe in, that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt works. So that's what you need. Love it. Love it. So we have conviction. 
Raise your hand out there. Comment below if you have conviction. Okay. That's where it all starts. Okay. The conviction, it starts in our discovery process, right? That's the energy I'm giving someone. But guess what? It doesn't matter how much conviction you have in the program. You have to identify whoever's coming in. They have to be, I call it the seven out of 10 year old and above. If you can't identify the pain or you can't identify, maybe they're in that gain mindset. It doesn't matter how you handle objections. So rule number two in this process is you have to identify on a scale of one to 10. If they're not a seven, an eight, a nine, or a 10, I guarantee you're going to have objections and they're going to be much tougher to overcome. Okay. So two examples of this. I initially invested $10,000 of my own money into a mentorship program and I signed up for it because I wanted to make more money. Okay. So that was on my surface. Like that's why I went into the conversation AKA how many people come into your studio or club right now for weight loss, right? That was, that's what caused me to initially reach out, but it was when the pandemic was starting, Carrie was seven and a half months pregnant and Kahal, that son of a gun, he started talking about me being a dad. Okay. And I had no idea what was going on. Like now looking back at it, I was like, son of a bitch, that guy was good at what he did. He identified (laughs) that my biggest pain point that Braxton was going to pop out. And I wasn't going to be able to take care of it financially. Is there any bigger pain than that? That's why I was a, I was probably 11 out of 10. That's why I spent money that I didn't have. I told Cahal, I'm going to max this credit card out. What I'm going to do is I'm going to apply for another zero interest credit card. I'm going to do like, is it any, can you work with me, Cahal? He's like, yeah, absolutely. So I spent $10,000 that I didn't have because Cahal, what did he do? He pulled that pain out of me. So that's a great example, guys, of if you can identify, and I'm sure everyone out there, you've you've had that conversation with someone where they're seven, eight, nine, 10 out of 10 pain. It's much easier to handle those objections. So before you even get to the scripts, it's so important to identify. Another example, uh, you know, Keith, right? The guy who I still mentor, Scott? Yeah. Yep. He was the polar opposite. He was in the game mindset. So K-Dog, 60 years old, his entire thing, like there was some pain there, but we went Q4 for him. He was living the fourth quarter of his life. He's like, Dave, I want to live my freaking absolute best fourth quarter. So Keith was on the opposite end, not a ton of pain there, but we built up that heaven. What would his life look like on a scale of one to 10 if we did X, Y, and Z? He invested a lot of money. $5,000 on the spot because we identified the seven out of 10 rule. He was 10 out of 10. He was ready to live the best last 20 to 25 years of his life. Okay. So now we're getting somewhere conviction. It all starts there. You have to believe in your program. Step number two in the PC process, you have to identify either the pain or the gain. Okay. Now we have two parts of the equation. Okay. So we go through magical pitch. We let them know, hey, this is what it's about. These are the pillars of our program. This is why we did it. I love, and this is my own personal thing. I love asking two questions after the pitch. Now, keep in mind, I'm specifically talking about someone that I've identified that has passed the seven out of 10 rule. So we get to the end. And Scott, we're we're maintaining this eye contact. Maybe we have you have the Kleenex box out. I go through the pitch. Does this all make sense? You're like, hell yeah, it makes sense. I'm just going to say, well, the investment to the program is 3K. I want two yeses before I ask the price. 
This right here, guys, will eliminate the majority of the objections. If Scott, if I looked to you in your eyes and I said, brother, this has been an amazing conversation. I believe wholeheartedly over the course of the next nine weeks, if you commit to this program, we're going to change your life. But do you believe it? Can you imagine, Scott, if you said yes to that? Like, hell yeah, I believe that. And the second one, this was important. This is where I throw Mark Wahlberg under the bus. I'm like, listen, are you going to put in the work? Because if you don't put in the work, it's just like F45. This is a Wahlberger program. Are you committed? Now, this is where it's kind of some 63-day transformation gets involved. I tell them, you don't have to be perfect because life's not perfect. Can you commit to giving me 80% of effort day in and day out for the next nine weeks? Yes. So guys, like, can you imagine you having this amazing conversation with the prospect? You have 100% bleeding certainty conviction that your program is the best program in the entire world. You've identified the pain or gain. There are seven, there are eight, there are nine, there are 10 out of 10. You give them your pitch, which the pitch is a completely different training for another day. But let's say that you know the pitch. You're seeing that, that, that deadly eye contact. And then you're asking them, do you believe it's going to change your life? And are you going to put in the work? You get a yes and a yes. Scott, how excited would you be then to say, dude, you're ready to do this. The investment is $3,500. Let's clock in, dude. Are you ready, Scott? You're, you have to I'm say there. So guys, like I know this is objection handling, but if you just focus first and foremost, and keep in mind, like comment playbook below if you want the playbook, we'll give you the playbook. But the most beautiful thing is if you know the first three slides, if you have conviction, you identify the pain or the game, and you ask these two questions before you present the price, you won't get any objections. I always say the best way to handle objections is to not get them in the first place. That, this is a really good summary on how to not them not get them in the first place, like making it as simple as possible. Those, those quick three things, it's just so powerful. Hey, just quick reminder to everybody, if you are ready to start making an extra $10,000 more this month, every month, by making more money with less clients with transformational programs and create a consistent flow of high-quality leads, you can learn more about what it's like to work with me and my team at PT Legends and how ridiculously affordable it is at CoachScottCarpenter.com. It is such a no-brainer that it more than pays for itself when we teach you how to enroll two, just two case study clients. Really, that's it. So go to CoachScottCarpenter.com and learn more about it. Should we talk about some objections now? Now, now let's talk okay. about it. So yeah, what happens if those objections come up? Because yeah. sometimes, undoubtedly, they will, right? So, I mean, the bottom line is, especially in the fitness space, right? Like, you're going to get two or three objections. And I think we all know what the objections are. Scott, what are the objections that everybody's going to get out there? Uh, man, that's a lot of money. Um, okay. Need to talk to my spouse. Yes. Uh, I need to think about it. That's it. Right? What that's else about is, it. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's the majority. <laughs> That'll cover 98% probably, right? hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like the money objection, like, and there's two different ones in like, and we can do a completely separate training just on these two objections, but there's going to be a couple money objections. There's the, look at the, look at the shock on this guy's face right here. Look at that, that skeleton man. Like that's the guy that just crapped himself when you said it's $3,500. Like, <laughs> that's the guy that he took that big. And I'm, I'm guaranteeing guys, if you've had a high ticket conversation, you've had this happen where it's just, it kind of sucks the air out of them. 
that is an objection that you're going to get. And keep in mind, in a lot of instances, it's not the prospect's fault because a lot of people are coming in, especially to a CrossFit box, and they have no idea the program that you're getting ready to offer. So this right here is the, I'm shocked, holy crap, that is a lot of money. Now, the second objection that ties into that is what? Scott, dude, this sounds like an amazing program, but I just don't have the money. So two completely different objections here, okay, guys? And a lot of times they'll be kind of mixed and tingled up, where it's like, it's hard to tell the difference. So the key with any money objection, guys, is you have to clarify. It's like, so my question to you, Scott, brother man, is like, is this about the value of the program or is this simply this is the dollar amount, the affordability of the program? Then from there, you can handle the objection. Mm-hmm. So the key with the money objection is you have to figure out, is it the affordability, the actual dollar amount, or is it the fact that they don't see the value in the program? Okay. Pop quiz. The majority of people are going to see the value in the program. The vast majority especially when you take them through our PC process, the discovery call process. So when you get to the point, it's like, like Scott, brother, and be hundred percent honest with me here. Like, do you see the value in the program? Yeah. Yes. And then I follow that up with like, and more importantly than that, man, from a deeper level, do you see the type of dad that you're going to become checking off these boxes and having me on this journey every single step of the way? Yeah. Yes. So at that point, I'm asking Scott, like this, so it sounds like rather like this is hundred percent about the affordability of the program. Absolutely. Yeah. Then it's absolutely. Now I can go in and ask for it guys. You're not the first person to say brother, like number one is uncomfortable talking about money. So I acknowledge that because it is uncomfortable talking about money. I don't care who you are. So acknowledging that, like, thank you for being so honest and upfront. Then ask for the close again. Because they just admitted that they're going to become the dad that they're going to become. They see the value in the program. So at that point in time, once you identify that it's just about the dollar amount of the program, it's like, dude, let's do this. Let's let's put our heads together right now. Let's customize a payment plan so we don't freaking kick this can down the road another day. Let's get you going on this program right now. Is that something that you'd be willing to try? So once you isolate, guys, that it's the affordability of the program, step number one, you have to make sure that they see the value, which the majority of people are going to see the value. They don't see the value, then you're going to have to transition to a lower ticket item. But the majority of people here, they're saying, no, this program, 100%, it makes sense. Isolate, affordability, acknowledge the hell out of it, ask for the money. Let's put our heads together and customize a payment plan so we don't kick this can down the road another day. Is that something that you'd be willing to try? Now, at this point in the dance, what can happen? The old, I have to think about it, Dave. Holy crap, you just put a lot on me, okay? Guess what? For a long time, and I've talked to so many gym owners, like I would kind of get pissed at this objection. Dude, what do you have to think about? We just went through everything today. Freaking make a decision. That's the mindset that I used to have when I get this objection. It's like, dude, we've talked about it all. You know, it's going to save your life. Commit to the program. But keep in mind, it's not their fault. This objection is not your prospect's fault. Why? Because 99.9% of fitness solutions are absolute dog shit. They've been burnt before, right? They've hired a coach here and a coach here, and they did an Instagram program. They joined this person's Facebook group for a six-day challenge. They did Nutrisystem. They've been burnt so many times. It's fear that's getting in the way. And it is 100% not their fault. 
So that's why you have to go into, you want to, you want to pop in Scott, you get ready to say I, I do because think about it this way, guys, because we've been doing this for so long as gym owners that sometimes we lose sight of the person who's across from us, right? Think about it on your end. I deal with this stuff all the time. I mean, obviously we work with a lot of gym owners and help them crush it, but you know what, you know what I have to deal with a lot? is so many gym owners that have tried this or that and been burned or it didn't work out or whatever. I had to do that. It took me, I got burned by like SEO crap back in the day and some marketing stuff that never did. And then I was gun shy for six freaking years. It took me six years to hire my first business coach for God's sakes. Yes. Right. And it's because we're, we're really gun shy about it. We're, we're, we have a lot of fear that it's not going to be working out. We'll be sold. It's not, that is so think about it as a gym owner how many times has there been something that you've been interested in doing but you're really fearful because you're not sure if it's going to work if they're scam artists if you trust like there's a lot right and sometimes you're just shy like dave is a great example of somebody who makes decisions based on his primary gut and emotions yep dave's like i fucking love it let's go me Mm-hmm. I can acknowledge that, but then I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more cautious Then I need to logically think about it and break it down and make sure I'm somebody who needs to think. Dave just goes, I'm somebody who needs to think about it. So I really understand that because like, well, I don't like to make rash decisions and blah, blah, blah. Yes. Um, but at the end of the day, guys, the success that we've had in our gyms, they came from Dave going for it. A lot of the things that we've, learned from this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy and spent a couple hundred grand figuring out and figuring out how to distill those into brick and mortar and have this amazing system that came from going with it. Right. And not thinking about it. If, if it were just me to think about it, I would have been the same sad old gym owner I was years ago. Right. So anyways, think uh, about that. So you guys can definitely understand that as gym owners. So go ahead, Dave. So that's, that's so as gym owners, like we get it. Like there's, I mean, yep. how many business mentors right now are just selling just a used bag of crap, right? So you have to go into it with that energy when you do get this objection. Like I expect this objection. Like this is the one that I'm like, it's fine if you're here and I get it. So that's when I do acknowledge it. Like I over acknowledge that I think about it. Like Scott, dude, I get it, man. Like we're legitimately at a fork in a road right now. And the conversation that we had today, it was 10 out of 10 intense. So like right there, I'm just like, I'm letting them know that it's all right. Now at this point in time, here's what I like to do. I like to do a coaching moment here. Like I like to do a coaching moment. Now keep in mind this close, which is the million dollar close. It only works if you have a million percent conviction in the delivery of your program. So that's a caveat. Like you don't want to use this if, unless you believe in the fulfillment of your program. But if you do, then I'm going to have the honest conversation with Scott and I'm coaching him through like, dude, be honest with me here. Like what's the absolute nuclear bomb, worst case scenario? You give me $3,500 today. What's the worst thing that can happen? And then I let Scott talk and I let him build that up. Then I do the opposite. What's the best case? I, you know, I lose a little bit of weight. I'm going to coach him up more. No, no, no. Let's talk about your son. Let's talk about your two kids. You lose this 15 pounds. You have more energy. Describe how you're going to feel as that dad. Okay. So now I've just, I, I brought the emotion back into it. Worst case scenario. We all know the worst case. Dave's a liar. He's a used car salesman. 
He's the mustache guy with the tank top. He sold me a used bag of crap, right? That's worst case scenario. Like you spend the money and it's an awful investment. The best case scenario though, Scott knows it. I know it. You guys that are selling a high ticket program, you're going to guide some people through and you're going to get it. The best case scenario is you're a different person. Your life is forever changed. So now if I have 100% conviction in the fulfillment of the program, I can say, let's take worst case off the table. Let's nuke it. It's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen, but here's the bottom line. Like I know right now you're scared to take that first step. So let's, let's knock worst case off the table. Here's what I need for you. Commit to giving me 80% because once again, you're not going to be perfect. But if you give me 80% day in and day out, and we have a report card that you're going to fill out, but if you give me 80% and at the end of the nine weeks, this is not the best experience of your entire life, I will refund every single dollar back. I've just removed all of the fear, guys. So best case, worst case, have them build both of those up with the I have to think about it objection. And as long as you believe in the fulfillment of the program, then nuke it. Forces them to say yes or no. It takes maybe 100% off the table. And one of my one of the things I always say, I don't care if someone says no. Not one person has ever said no that hurt me. Not one. But before I really learned just the inner workings of objection handling and the process, I got some maybes and they hurt. There's a lot of people that have went through my pipeline that for whatever reason, like I, I didn't have the stones to say, you know what, let's go through this battle together. So handling the, I think about it objection like this, where you're taking worst case off the table, you're really coaching them through what, who they're going to become in a matter of nine weeks. You're going to get that yes or your no. And regardless, I said this on our call today, like you've empowered them if they say no, they walk out of that consult and they're like, I made a decision that makes them feel good. We're doing the end user a disservice when letting them go with a maybe. Nobody likes that. No one likes to go home and thinking about it. I had this great conversation with Dave, right? Like that's a lot of weight on the, the end user's shoulders. So my big, one of my big takeaways I want you guys to take away today is coach, 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 and get a yes or a no. You don't have to be pushy. You don't have to pressure them. But coach, 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 and you'll get your yes or your no. And private message me if a no ever hurts, and we'll give you a month free with PTL because it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. The, the ones that eat at me also are the ones that I let them go, which is I need to think about it. Yeah. Right. Or a maybe, and I'll think about it. But like, just let's all be honest with ourselves. It's, it's, we, we got to figure out yes or no if you want to tackle this program and, and forcing them to, not forcing them, but, but really challenging them. Yes. Because it's just a cop-out. It's a, like they're lying to, how often do they lie to themselves yes. when it's, I need to think about it. That's the problem. It's like, this is somebody who's been struggling with their weight yeah. every day of their life for the last nine years. Yeah. Right. And it's affecting them in so many ways with their self-confidence, with their social confidence, with their energy. They just have no routine and structure and they just wake up and it's like whack-a-mole and they're just exhausted all the time yep. because they haven't made themselves a priority in, in health and fitness. And you know where it's going to end up. It's going to end up with diabetes and being 50 pounds overweight and, and having the last 20 years of their life be a shit show. I mean, at the end of the day, it's learning how to do this properly. So you have confidence, you have conviction and you've got a little guts to, to have them give you a yes or no on this. In the so case, important. 
What was the second slide, guys? This is a very, very important part. You can't coach someone into taking action unless you've identified the pain or the gain. So yeah. don't forget that. Like this will not work. Coaching moments don't work if you have not had an honest conversation with someone and identified what they really want. So that's it. That's I want you guys. It has these first three things have to happen before you can even before you have the the skill set doesn't matter on how to handle the objections. You have to check off the first three boxes first. Yep. It's a holistic system to be insane at sales and to change somebody's life incredibly and not just be a rep counter. All these things fit together. The discovery call, the perfect consultation, the pitch, and the objection handling when it comes up, right? This is how you level up and become that influential leader that you've always wanted to be. This is how you make way more money working with fewer clients who massively appreciate what you do because you have changed their life in a significant way. That's what we got in this business for. But it just becomes, oh my God, I have a leaky bucket and I always need to get more clients and Facebook ads and blah, 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 blah. And it just becomes like, fuck, I'm just trying to get through the month and I need more clients. I need more clients. We've all been in that rat race for years as owners. More clients is not the answer. It just isn't. That's the hardest way to grow your business ever, ever. A much easier way is to work with fewer clients, deliver something they really fucking value and change their lives in a huge way. That's the easiest thing. More money, less clients. And that is what gets you freedom as a gym owner and makes what you do important to the world. I think that's a good place to leave it right there. That's good. So a couple things. One, can you see how Dave Best is the best sales trainer in the world? I'm not the best in the world, I'm serious. At least in the gym owner space and the online coaching space, you are literally the best in the world. I know you hate hearing. I hate hearing any compliments too. But at the end of the day, it's it's true. It's 100% true. I have seen it. I've seen with the people that go in the program and when they get two, one, two, three, four, five, six months into it, it's insane. And how much more confident as a person that transcends all the areas of their life go. It's absurd to see. Because I'm not on those sales calls, but I see the transformation of everybody going through it and who they become. It's insane. So one, Dave, thank you. Two, a reminder, guys. Comment below playbook, okay? We'll shoot you over the objection handling playbook. If you are listening to this later as a replay or even on our podcast, okay, um, if you find, go inside of our group, And if you can find the post, just type playbook. We'll see it whenever you do it. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, just well in the show notes, there's a Facebook group and you can just comment in there, like do a post and say, hey, can you send me this? No problem. We'll shoot it right over. We'll shoot it right over. And if you ever have any interest in hopping in on one of Dale's sales call, Dave's sales calls, where he, um, where they get in live reps on this kind of stuff, he'll find a good one for you to come into, like as a a little, little bit of a beginner. And, and have you join that and see how magical that, that experience can be. It's awesome. It's awesome. So that's it, guys. Appreciate you watching this, this live training and uh, comment, uh, comment playbook, and we'll get to it. Dave, thank you so much for teaching this. You got it, brother. Always fun. Gold. All right, guys. We'll see you next week.
Thanks for listening, everyone. If you are ready to start making an extra $10,000 a month or more this month by making more money with less clients and create a consistent flow of high-quality leads, you can learn about what it's like to work with me and how ridiculously affordable it is at CoachScottCarpenter.com. And if you got any value out of this episode, please pay it forward and leave a review for this show. It helps other gym owners find the answers to the huge problems that we all share. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.